Welcome everyone to Confirmation Station. This is episode two with your hosts, Don Dutton and Mark Stroud. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome, Don. Welcome. Amen. Hey, last time we had a great time here at Confirmation Station. Episode one, if you guys haven't heard episode one, make sure you go back and hear it. It's really going to richly bless you. Today, Dawn, what are we talking about? We are still just talking about God's love mm. and opening the door to God's love mm-hmm. and what that looks like. Amen. Amen. There are so many benefits of feasting and growing in the love of God. It is immeasurable. Amen. You know, one scripture uh, scripture that comes to mind is, I think it's in Ephesians, how the Bible says that that we will know the breadth and length and the depth of the love of Christ mm-hmm. so that we can be filled, I believe, with all the fullness of God. I'm going to find that for a moment. Okay. And I know also that as we dwell in love, perfect love casts out all fear. Tell us about that. Some of that love stuff, Dawn. Tell us about that while I find I'm going to get the scripture for us. Okay. So in the scripture that you're talking about where he says perfect love mm-hmm. casts out all fear. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know personally in my life, I didn't really know perfect love. We, we all, we grow up and we know like this worldly love. And a lot of times like people are, we're all searching for love. We all want to be loved. And so we do things out of that like we we love people to be loved and so i think that's very detrimental to us as far as how we see god because his love is perfect and just knowing that perfect love is what really actually casts out all fear Mm, amen his perfect complete divine love not like human love Mm -hmm. lord help us with the human love stuff I would often often say sometimes um, from my high school experiences, you know, you love somebody during homeroom, but then by lunchtime you broke up and now you're going <laughs> on to someone else. Yeah. So in love in homeroom, what, four hours later, I don't want to be with you anymore. <laughs> you know. And I'm, I mean, I'm glad you mentioned that because that is a lot where we find a lot of that heartache yes. and um, we lose trust in love. Mm. And his love is perfect. He never leaves. He never forsakes us. He's always with us. He doesn't change his mind. It doesn't matter what we do. He doesn't change his mind about us. And that's hard for us to see sometimes because we see other people changing their mind about us. So we think God does. Or, or, you know, we grow up and and it can really go two ways here. Some people grow up in abuse or their fathers have abused them. And that's how they begin to view God. Like, God's not going to show up. God's not going to be nurturing. God's not going to be those things because their earthly father wasn't. Or you have a father who, like, lets you get away with everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't discipline. They just let you do whatever, and you just run amok. And so you begin to think that's what God's going to do, too. And so I think there has to be a balance in that because he is not abusive, but he's also a disciplinary. He will discipline us, mm-hmm. as we we talked about last week. Mm-hmm. He will discipline and chasten us because we're his children. Amen. If we be not disciplined or chastened of the Lord, then we're not sons mm-hmm. or his children. We're actually illegitimate children. Yes. That's that B word there. Mm-hmm. That's actually in the Bible. Yeah. Illegitimate <laughs> children. So, yeah, I agree. Because we need it. We need 
I mean, when I'm going astray, I need the Lord to tell me. I need Him to show me, and and He's faithful to do that. Yes. Especially when we when we hurt someone else's feelings, mm-hmm. or we do things. I, I appreciate Him so much. You know, if I have hurt my wife in any way, my children in any way, and if I need to apologize yeah. and go and get things right, and I'm grateful to the Lord, He says, "All right, son, you know." Mm-hmm. All right, Lord. And he helps us mend relationships and pull them back together. Can't do it without him. Can't do it without him. And because we're not perfect. Yeah. But he is perfect. Yes. And his love is perfect. And there is a difference between being disciplined Mm -hmm. and being punished. Mm. And so we need to know that difference because Mm -hmm. his word, the word discipline in the Bible is like he's correcting us. He's helping us to change our mindsets to turn us around. That's true. You know, and, and it doesn't involve punishment. And he said he cast out perfect love because it involves torment, which is punishment. Yeah. Yeah, I look at it too uh, as a cookie cutter. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't bake, but I've seen it done before. Mm-hmm. You know, whether you put the dough down and then you have the cookie cutter in whatever shape it is, mm-hmm. and you push it down in the dough, and I'm sure if the dough, the dough could talk it to go, oh, you're crushing me. You're cutting something off. Well, the thing that is cutting off it is is the stuff that doesn't belong. Mm-hmm. It's out of shape. Yeah, that's a good analogy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Lord pushes us down. The perfect. He is the perfect, the infinite, mm-hmm. and He pushes His imprint on us, yes. and it cuts away everything that is not perfect, that is not like Him. Mm-hmm. And really, that's death, isn't it? Yeah. What if it's not like life? Is death? So He's mm-hmm. cutting away death. But it's like, well, Lord, but I like this death. I like this poison. Mm-hmm. Mm. He pushes it out. Mm-hmm. No, no, this has got to go. Yeah. But he does it gently and over mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. You know, I and, appreciate that. And we were talking when you came in about maturity. Mm-hmm. And that love is what nourishes us. It's, it's what nourishes our soul. So we can grow into that to, to a point where you, like you just said, I want to go back and I want to apologize. I want to make things right. I want to have peace. Yeah. You know, that's walking in that maturity. Because when we let him in and he speaks to us, and this is what I see personally through the ministry that I do, is when God is coming in to speak to me, to correct me, and to lead me back into a path of righteousness, that's when I can turn to someone else and help them out of the love that he has shown me. Oh, that is so And we were, we were able to give that forgiveness, that mercy, when we have received it from him first. Because even in First John, he tells us, it's not that we love God, it's that he loved us. Mm-hmm. He loved us first. And in order to share that love, you gotta receive that love. Oh. You gotta be with him to receive that love, to understand what that perfect love actually feels like. Oh, so true. You can't share what you don't have. True. You can't give what you don't have. Mm-hmm. For us to be for us to represent Christ, and I like the saying to represent Christ to yes. the world. We definitely have to have His love in order to do that. You know, and that reminds me. I'm going to go. I'm just going to read Ephesians three. That's okay. where that prayer came from. Ephesians okay. three, and then I want to go to Romans five. Okay. Ephesians three. This is how I read. I'm going to read. Um, this powerful prayer. It says, For this cause I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, 
of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye being rooted and grounded in love, I just love that, that you being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height and to know the love of Christ, which passive knowledge that we might be filled with all the fullness of God. There it is. Oh, that's yes. that moment right there. The fullness of God. And then verse 20, now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. Unto him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without end. Amen. I love that. Mm -hmm. Isn't that powerful? Yes. I love that to be rooted and grounded in love. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I have a little, well, I had a little watermelon patch in my yard. And I noticed I did have a few that, well, one really that grew big, but the container was just too small. I think that was just it. I had the container and it, and I, you know, I'm not the consummate farmer, so <laughs> I just, we were eating watermelon one day and I just got the seeds. I said, hey, let me just see if I can put these in the ground and see what happens. Okay. So I got a little flower pot and put it in there. I thought, let me see, hey, then it started growing. I, I thought, you know, I need to put it in something bigger. So I got something bigger, like a little trough thing. I put it in there and hey, it started growing bigger, but it wouldn't because I didn't put it in the ground. My wife says, you didn't put it in the ground. You should have put it in the ground. I said, well, <laughs> I wanted to just see what it's going to do. Yeah. But in doing that, putting it in that enclosed area, mm -hmm. it didn't have time or didn't have the space to grow the roots that it needed to produce the mm -hmm. big fat watermelon mm -hmm. that we all know and love. Yeah. So because it wasn't rooted properly, mm -hmm. It stunted its growth. It was still there. I mean, it's big enough to put in your hand. Mm -hmm. You saw it. Yeah. But it didn't grow big because the root structure was not properly developed and formed. Okay. Ooh, doesn't that sound That's something? Good. Wow. Well, even when you're saying, you know, the breadth, the depth, the width, the height of his love. Yeah. Um, that is maturity. Mm -hmm. Because when you put a seed in the ground, it has to die first. Oh yes. So and true. seed has to break forth for the for the seed to come up. And what a lot of people don't realize is that it has to grow down first. Like it has to grow down and get its roots before oh, it can pull goodness. up to get that height. That's so true. So a lot of times we're going through seasons when we don't understand, we don't feel God and we don't we're like what's happening, I don't understand. But he's pulling us down, mm -hmm. getting those roots down, the the love roots down into the ground so that we can grow up high and we can produce the fruit of the Spirit. And so a lot of times that darkness that we feel is exactly what's happening. He's breaking us forth and getting those roots down into the ground so that it can hold. Mm -hmm. And we do need that right environment, mm -hmm. the right environment to be, to grow in Him. So sometimes he has to pluck us up out of those small containers Ooh. and put us in the ground 
And it's, it's awkward to even do that. Like, oh my gosh, I thought I had my roots ready and I thought I was blossoming. And then he moves you to something else. Mm-hmm. But it's all about that maturity and that growth for the fruit of the Spirit. Wow, wow, wow. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. And he knows our frame. He knows what ground we will grow best in. Mm-hmm. As we talk about that, we could also talk about um, producing that seed uh, as a sower uh, sows the seed mm-hmm. and some fell on stony what wayside ground stony ground and uh, um, some of the birds just plucked away <laughs> some, <laughs> didn't even go in the ground that's so. right that's right uh, and then some fell among thorns and then mm-hmm. some uh, fell on good ground mm-hmm. and as I look at that process of the seed it's like that's one person's heart it's like that's their journey at the beginning of their journey, they heard the word, I don't want to hear about Jesus. I don't want to hear about the Bible. Mm-hmm. But then after a while, hmm, they let it penetrate, but it didn't go deeply mm-hmm. into them. But then after a while, they, they decided, okay, I'm going to receive this. Mm-hmm. But when the cares of life came, came up and choked the word and became unfruitful until the time they could really, mm-hmm. their ground was, their heart was really cultivated and they could bring it forth. And as any gardener, too, I mean, just wisdom, basic wisdom of that is you have to get the rocks out. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to move those stony places. And, you know, in Ezekiel, that's what he said. I'll come and I'll remove the stony heart Mm. and give you a new heart. And that's the right soil for us to grow in in his love Mm -hmm. is to remove those those stony places. And that's what we were talking about, you know, last time is open the door and let him in. And then the, the scripture where he says, you know, I'm the vine dresser, I'm the gardener. Mm-hmm. He will remove that stone. You mm-hmm. don't have to do it. Oh, that's and it so will be, good. I mean, we see so many people come in, they're so hurt, they're so wounded, so mm-hmm. traumatized. Mm-hmm. And of course they're going to become hard against love because it, it, love feels awful and traumatic, mm-hmm. you know. But he will help. He will come in and move those things. He's our gardener. He'll that plant is... the seeds. He'll, he'll make it happen. That's so good. Because we keep thinking it's a part of our work. I've mm-hmm. got to go in and and to do the work so that he can plant the seed. But he clearly mm-hmm. says he's the gardener. Yeah. And even when he rose from the grave and Mary, with the Mary's mm-hmm. thought us or supposed that he was the gardener. Yeah. The caretaker. He mm-hmm. was the one. So he shows himself. Yeah. And of course, he planted the Garden of Eden. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it says yeah. he planted da da da. So, yeah, and he's the gardener. It was part of the curse over yeah. Adam. Yeah, that he would till the ground, mm. and it would just be sweat and thorns would grow. And so, when Christ died, all that ended. That mm-hmm. curse ended. Yeah. And now we're not supposed to be the one doing the work. He gave us the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit does the work. That is right. That is. If good. we will allow the Holy Spirit to do it. Mm. But sometimes we don't want to feel it because um, I hear so many times people like, I don't want to go back to the past. I don't want to deal with the past. Mm-hmm. And I get that. We don't because, you know, he did tell us to forget the formal things. Mm-hmm. But those things are still affecting us today. Yeah. Those are those rocks that have to come out so the seed of the Word of God can enter in and can penetrate and grow and strengthen us and bring us to that maturity. Mm-hmm. So it's not that you have to go back. You don't have to relive anything. But there's places of bitterness and unforgiveness and, you know, offering that up to you, you know, yeah. God, the forgiveness, forgiving people. Yeah. Those are those stones. 
I like that. And I often thought too, the, the stony heart, the stones in the heart uh, can also be lies mm -hmm. um, or other thoughts, other strongholds, strong mm -hmm. thoughts that are existing there oh, yeah. in the mind or in the soul that has to be uprooted and taken out. That's actually not true, so-and-so. That's actually not true. Mm -hmm. And the Lord shows you this, and he pulls all that stuff up. Mm -hmm. They're competing thoughts. Yeah. When the word comes, okay, I want you to forgive. Oh, I don't want to forgive. Because mm -hmm. the, the word just bounces off until that's taken away. So that's cool. And I think the, the biggest thing is letting people know mm -hmm. that the Lord will do it. Um... It's when we walk people through forgiveness, you know, of course, the word says that if you forgive from your heart, um, he'll forgive you. So the biggest thing is, like, people are struggling today. And even I know personally in my own life, like, why am I not moving forward? Why am I not? Mm -hmm. And it was all the unforgiveness mm -hmm. that was in my heart because he said, literally said, if you do not forgive, I will turn you to over to the tormentors. Mm -hmm. If you cannot forgive, he, we, if you can't forgive, you won't be forgiven. And so, like I was saying at the beginning, when you let God in and you begin to forgive and ask for forgiveness, then that mercy comes upon you because you realize what you've been forgiven for. You realize what the debt that he took away from you. And you don't want to have anything. You don't want to write up a debt for anybody else because you realize, oh my gosh, look what he has done for me. Yes. How could I dare mm -hmm. hold this debt against someone else? Mm -hmm. So that's the first stage of maturity. Mm -hmm. is forgiving others and and coming to him to be forgiven yeah i agree and which goes back around to i think we started last time talking about the pattern mm -hmm. and the communion mm -hmm. remembering because the lord said you're going to eat of my flesh and you're going to drink of my blood in other words you're going to remember what i did mm -hmm. and really walking this christian life growing in mm -hmm. maturity is reflecting on what Jesus did for us, the price that he paid for us. Out of that flows, we see his love, his tremendous love for us. Mm -hmm. We see um, his tremendous care for us and, and the depths and the lengths that he was willing mm -hmm. to go for us. Yeah. And that's an example that we should follow. Mm -hmm. uh, I was, uh, we were in our, our little food bank uh, yesterday and I, it was my time to do devotion. And I saw this. I saw uh, a Kung Fu master guy, you know, he was there, you know, it's, I saw an imagination or in the spirit, however you want to mm -hmm. say, but I saw him breaking bricks with his finger. I mean, he's wow. really just getting, Waka! you know, yeah. <laughs> and several people saw him doing that and doing his kicks and things. And they decided, Hey, let me be your students. Let me be your students. That's what they said. Yes. And so he welcomed them in to be their students. And those students were called his disciples mm. or his pupils, disciples. Yeah. And of course, he's the master. Mm -hmm. And I saw them wanting their best to be exactly like the master. Mm. So they ate where he ate. They exercised where he exercised. They trained. Yeah. And their focus was on one day doing the finger thing and kicking like this and this and that and the other. Mm -hmm. But the more they focused on him, the more they trained with him, the more they became like him. Wow. Here's the thing about maturity. And I saw this too, that many that uh, unfortunately that I've known and seen 
They say, well, I believe in Jesus. I, I love him. But they're not following him as his disciple. There's an American disciple that says, I want to be like other people. But I want to be better than other people. But I haven't seen, I haven't personally seen a large hunger to be like the master. You know, to go after his image, to go after his likeness. Isn't that powerful? Yeah. Because so, we still just want it our way. I mean, yeah. I, you know, it's just the yeah. flesh just mm -hmm. wanting to do it still our way. Mm -hmm. But in order to follow him, we have to receive his humility. Yeah. We have to humble ourselves. Yeah. We're going to have to what, lay it down. He said, uh, if you're going to follow me, if you want to be my disciple, you're going to have to um, if you're not willing to let go, if you're not willing, if you don't love me more, yeah. then all of these, you cannot mean my disciple. So yeah. it's, it's a releasing of the world and receiving him completely. Well, he also told us that mm -hmm. how we would know if yeah. we were truly his disciples yeah. is you by will need, he didn't yeah. say you will know them by their gifts. Yeah. You will know them by their talents. Yeah. He said, you will know them by their fruit. Mm-hmm. And so people can see when you've been in the garden of God or not, when you've been letting God work in your garden or not. Because, you know, the fruits are love and joy. It says love first, love, mm -hmm. joy, peace, goodness, kindness, gentleness, meekness, mm -hmm. patience, faithfulness, and self-control. Like, that's why we're not seeing it. Because mm -hmm. it starts with love. That's true. And all of those are attributes of that one fruit, mm -hmm. love. Yeah everything love is patient love mm -hmm. is kind love is so forth and so on yep. love is all of them mm -hmm. faith won't work by unless you have love mm -hmm. you know? so until we truly see his perfect love yeah and and be, and like you said seeing mm -hmm. him as the master of that mm -hmm. he is the master of yeah love and love is the is is his power yeah and everybody's searching for power we want power we want this but the greatest power on the face of the earth mm -hmm. is love. Mm -hmm. We've seen it in the cross at the cross. Like what was he doing at the cross? Love. Mm -hmm. True love. Knowing everything that we did to him and did against him, he would still sacrifice his life for us. Wow. To lay down his life for sinners. Yeah. And that goes back around. Let's go back around okay. to uh, Romans 5 I think Romans 5:19 I was looking at this just so so much let me read this for you Romans 5:19 and this is what I call one of those kicker verses like okay. if you know this uh, if you understand this verse then it's like it, it it's the root I would almost say it's like the root of the entire Bible okay. of, of what Jesus did. Now, Romans 5, 19, you know this. It says, for if by one man's disobedience, many were made sinners. So by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. Now, I ask the people, I, I typically ask people, all right, what did you do for God to call you a sinner? And they look at me like I'm crazy. Um, I'm a sinner. God calls me a sinner because I've sinned. Because I do this and do that. I mm. said, no, not actually according to the word of God. Mm. We're sinner because Adam sinned. The first Adam sinned. Adam mm. sinned. 
and we all became sinners. And, and then we go into, I go into with them, well, what did you have to do to inherit Adam's sin? Hmm, I had to be born. Exactly, I had to be born. And of course, the yeah. Bible calls Jesus the last Adam. Mm -hmm. So what do you have to do to inherit the last Adam's righteousness? I have to be born. Mm -hmm. Born again. Yep. You know? So people don't go to hell because of their individual sins. Mm -hmm. They go to hell because they uh, have refused the, the pattern of the yes. last Adam. Wow. The last That's Adam. Good, yes. Isn't that something? Mm -hmm. The last Adam gives us favor mm -hmm. with God. And because we didn't make the favor, yeah. we can't destroy the favor. Mm -hmm. uh, it is imputed upon us. And our time's about going though. I've enjoyed you guys today. I've enjoyed everybody today. Don, give us some closing words. Um, like we're right here in the middle of something and we mm. got to go. Um, so give us some more, whatever's on your heart. Um, the Close word it. that comes to me is just, when you said be born, mm -hmm. we have to be born again, mm -hmm. is, is seeing things through his eyes. Like just knowing that we are the righteousness of God, letting go of the past. Yeah. Open the door, let go of the past, let him come in, let him show you your true identity. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And thinking about the, uh, with the word Adam, Adam is uh, the prototype of many to come. Mm -hmm. Like we talked about the cookie cutter. Mm -hmm. If we're going to do a special shape of cookie, mm -hmm. well then whatever, let's say we have a special machine that makes cookie cutters. So we want it to be in the shape of a Coke bottle, I don't know. Mm -hmm. And so we got that. And so whatever we mash this on, that Coke bottle, then cookie cutter, that cookie cutter shape as a Coke bottle mm -hmm. is the atom. Mm -hmm. And so whatever it mashes into will have its shape and form. And if the cookie, if the cookie cutter has flaws, like the first atom, mm -hmm. every time it is mashed, all those images will have mm -hmm. those same flaws. Okay. So, because Jesus is absolutely perfect, flawless. Mm -hmm. I mean, the Father made sure of this. Yeah. When we receive him as Lord and Savior, we receive not his flaws, he doesn't have any, but we receive his righteousness mm -hmm. is then imprinted upon us. His grace, his love, everything that he is yes. imprints upon us. And when the devil looks at us, mm -hmm. he sees that perfect shape. Yes. So I know that's where we are in the spirit and in the, and in the natural, in our soul. Mm -hmm. That's where that cookie cutter continues to push down, mm -hmm. pushing away all these lies and deceptions and hatred and bitterness. That's got to go. That's got to go as he continually perfects us. Yes. So maturity is in submitting mm -hmm. to the process yes. and letting us and letting the world see the, see the fruit of it. And just being patient, just being patient. Yeah. And I, I, I just know it's that true identity. I mean, he said he threw our sins into the depths of the sea. We mm -hmm. talked about that last week. Mm -hmm. Stop swimming there. Stop mm -hmm. looking there. He said, don't look to the left or to the right. Look straight ahead. Yeah. Focus on the cross and you'll live. When we focus on him and his identity, everything, he put us in him. And so everything that he is, we are. We don't have to try, we don't have to perform. So if there's anything I could say today mm -hmm. is just lay on the ground and stop, just rest. Just let him be 
our gardener. Let him be the one who pours into us. Every time we open the word of God, it's like the water. It's the nourishment of our garden. Like just lay still, rest, stop striving, stop trying, stop trying to be something um, and just be loved. Just be loved. Just lay back today and just let him love you. Move everything aside and let him just pour his perfect love into you. Oh my goodness. That was worth the whole thing, Dawn. <laughs> yeah. That was right there. Mm -hmm. I could see that I could, I was just laying back and just mm -hmm. seeing that. Yes. It's like I see the gardener also putting some fertilizer around us. Mm -hmm. And sometimes people can act like fertilizer. Oh, yeah. You know, to promote growth. Oh, grow in this area. Here's some fertilizer. Yeah. But That's he's a good the one. one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he's the one that is maintaining our growth. My he tells goodness. us that we are born yeah. of an incorruptible seed. Mm, that's true. And so we are that incorruptible seed growing in him. So mm -hmm. lay back in Jesus. Mm -hmm. Rest and let the Father just do the work. Mm -hmm. Just be at peace. Let this year be just be at peace. He's got it. He's doing it. He's working it. Yeah, I love that. Mm -hmm. So get in that word. Learn about him. Mm -hmm. The Lord says, learn of me. Yes. Learn of him. Learn what he did. Focus on the cross. Focus mm -hmm. on his death, burial, and the resurrection. Discover what he did for you with his body and with his flesh. Discover what his blood has accomplished in your life. Mm -hmm. And just be. Just allow him to work through you. Mm -hmm. He's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. In us. We have the Holy Spirit. He's yes. greater. Wow. So the Spirit's greater than all this unforgiveness and hate and bitterness. He's mm -hmm. better. Yeah. So I guess, again, we're saying open the door. Yep. Open yeah. the door to him. Let him come in and remove the rocks. Yes. Let him remove all the weeds, mm -hmm. all the um, thorns, so that the word can grow and develop in us mm -hmm. and produce the fruit that will feed the nations. Yes. And he calls us beloved. Yeah. So if you separate that, it's be loved. Mm. That's, be loved. A, that's another good one, don't? Mm -hmm. Just be loved. If, yeah. Just rest and just be loved. Let him love you. Prayer doesn't always have to be like this groveling on the ground. Just relax. And just let him, just, you know, tell him, I don't know what love looks like. I don't know how to trust you. But I'm opening my heart, God, to your love. And just let it saturate. Just let him saturate you. Be quiet and just be loved. Yeah. All the problems that we're encountering, that we're going through, mm -hmm. if we just let him in, he will show us, give us wisdom and the mm -hmm. strength, the anointing, the grace, yes. even to see them differently, to walk in them differently, and it calls us to be an overcomer in yes. every single area. We love you, Abba. We thank you. Well, Dawn, go ahead and take us out in prayer. Father, we just come before you right now. We just lift up every person who is listening to this podcast right now. Lord, you see their hurt. You see their pain. You see their trauma. You see their grief. You see everything that the enemy is using to put these blocks, these rocks in their way, in their garden that is blocking them from intimacy with you. So, Lord, I just speak over them that this will be a season where they will just lay back and just relax and be loved. 
as you come in and you move every rock, every block, every weed. I just prophesy, God, that this is going to be a new garden, a new garden where you come to meet with them in the cool of the evening. I prophesy that they will begin to hear your voice. They will begin to smell your fragrance. They will begin to hear your sound and your song of deliverance, Lord, and they will just relax and rest in that love, Father. We thank you for this podcast, Lord. We thank you for this time together. And we give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. In Jesus' holy name, amen. Amen. My goodness. Mm, thank you. I feel the peace of God. Mm. My friend, I pray you do as well. Feel the peace of God today, knowing that he has you in his loving arms, knowing that you are never alone. He's with you and he loves you greatly. My goodness. Well, we oh, thank you so much for joining us today for Confirmation Station with Dawn Dutton and Mark Stroud. We look forward to being back with you on episode number three. So if you haven't subscribed, make sure you, you subscribe so that you can stay up to date with the next podcast as it comes out. Until next time, Jesus loves you and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way. We'll see you on the next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>